0: Welcome to On White Horses Broadcast. Your life is valuable and has purpose. It's our heart's desire that you know how valuable every day is. So take 15 minutes with us and be encouraged. We have a lot to talk about.
1: I hope you've been taking time to read your Bible because the Bible is a place that you can read about men and women that have chosen to live their life for God. There is power in living your life for God. But you're the only one who can make that choice. You're the only one who has the ability to let God into your heart. And you have to choose this day who you're going to serve. I found some verses this morning that I wanted to share with you, and it's John chapter 14. It says, let not your heart be troubled. These are Jesus' words. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself. That where I am, there you may be also. And where I go, you know. And the way, you know. These verses are very powerful to me because this says that I have a dwelling place in God that's already been prepared by the life of Jesus Christ. There's many Jesus'es that have tried to come and go, but there's only one that was born of a virgin that died on the cross on my and your behalf, went to hell in our places so we don't ever have to go there, and then was raised from the dead. And we have a promise from God, the creator of the universe, that we can live eternal life but we have to choose his life, not our own. Those are choices we make. Your life is powerful. And if you're awake and you're breathing, your life is worth living. You have the ability to live a life in God. In John chapter 14, you go just a little bit farther. And Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And no one comes to the Father except through me. I remember reading that verse about 14 years old, and I just prayed to God, please show me the way, the truth, and the life. And I can tell you that I have not lived my life perfect, but God's love has been faithful and perfect. That even days I'm struggling with my life, or I'm struggling with where my life is at, His love is still there and holds me. And that is the beauty of being a Christian. That is the beauty of living this life in him. See, religion wants to get us in a box. and wants to get us to go to a building. It wants us to get us to have a thought train. and wants to get us to just do the same thing and you'll be okay. But I'm going to tell you that that is not the way God designed it. God designed your life to be valuable and he calls you his child and he wants you to live in him. That's why I want to share this with you. The Bible is very powerful, but it's not a manual for what to do when you wake up in the morning or when you go to bed at night. He reserves that right through the power of the Holy Spirit for him himself to live life through you. That's exciting. You can pray. You can pray any moment of any day, and God has something to say to you, but it's not your natural ear. It's like an inner ear. I know words fall short when you talk about spiritual things, but the spiritual realm is real, and you have a place, a dwelling place. That's why he said, in my father's house are many mansions. And some versions say many dwellings. Well, I'm going to tell you it's not by accident that you're hearing what I'm saying. That God has a place for you, reserved just for you. No one else can steal it. No one else can feel it. The God who made this universe has a place for you. And you are valuable. And you're not overlooked. And you're not forgotten. And it's as simple as this. Father, I want your way, not my way. Father, I, this world has nothing for me. I, I want whatever you have. If you have love for me, I want that in Jesus' name. See, that's the power of prayer. You ask and you will receive. But he is not going to violate your free will. Did you know that you're made in the image of God? You are made in the image of God. That means that when he looks at you, he sees a reflection of himself. But if you're living for yourself and you're enthroned in in just wanting to make money or or chase the next job or, or selfishness or your life's about you. God's just standing there waiting for you. He's just waiting for you to look for Him because He hasn't left. He hasn't rejected you. If you're too busy to have time for God, well, maybe it's not by chance that you hear me sharing this because I'm telling you that God is calling on you that the God of this world, the devil, is keeping that carrot out in front of you, and you keep chasing that carrot, how fulfilled are you? Do you have peace? Do you have a peaceful mind or a peaceful heart? Because I'm telling you, if you want a peaceful mind and a peaceful heart, you need to call on God and ask him for help. And it's amazing how he's going to meet you where you're at and fill you with his love because he's not holding anything back. It's actually the way you're choosing to live your life that may be holding God back. Now, granted, he's super powerful, but he's not going to violate your sovereignty. He's not going to violate. That means that you get to make your own choices. Everybody gets to make their own choices. I have a wife and I'm married and my wife gets to make her own choices and I get to make our own choices. But what makes life powerful is when you choose to share your life with someone, not because they're perfect, not because they fulfill you, not because they do everything right. It's because you just want to share life with them. And when you cross that line, it makes a relationship rich because you want to give them and serve them and show them that you're thankful that they're a part of your life. Now, marriage is the most powerful thing that we have in the natural that even people who don't know God and live for themselves, when they lay their life down for the other one, their life is more fulfilling. Did you know that marriage is an image of a relationship with God on an individual level? I've been married 25 years this June. Right now it's 2024. But my marriage isn't fulfilling at all unless I'm living to show her value and to raise my kids and to live for them. Well, meanwhile, that also reminds me every day that I need God because God knows what they need more than I do. And with a servant's heart, I have a very fulfilling marriage. And it's a battle all the time because of where we live and we get to do whatever we want and we can go make more money. We can go do this and we think we'll have more in life and it's just a lie. What is fun is to sit at a dinner table and look each other in the eyes and talk about whatever we want to talk about to encourage how life and thankful we are for each other. Oh man, does that sound a little bit like worship? Kind of. But when we worship God because we choose to, because we love him, like thank you Lord for another day. This is the day the Lord has made, and I choose to be thankful. Those are verses in the Bible that give you the strength and the ability to have a relationship. It's like a door in your mind. It shuts your mind off to measuring your value in this world and it opens your heart up so that you can believe. And what happens is the dry places that are drying up and feel like they're dying on the inside of you become alive because you then have an eternal position, which is a dwelling place, that he's gonna pour his living water into your dry places and when he does something's going to grow and take root and it is the kingdom of God and it was purchased by the blood of Jesus this is not religion it's called a relationship and it's amazing and powerful and God wants to show you how good he is he wants to show you your value that he has had since the beginning of time time is something that he invented he's an eternal creature's always been there always will be but you have to have this opportunity so you can choose to make a choice. Just like my wife had to choose me. Now, I'm, I'm sure if you asked her, she's not happy every day that she chose me. But if we're living for God, we can be thankful for each other because we have children together. We've learned to cope with life together. And then we encourage each other to pray, to trust God and do these things. Does that kind of sound like God knocking on the door to your heart right now, asking you to open the door so he can show you your eternal value, that there's a dwelling place that he is reserved just for you and your children and your children's children because he created humans to be his righteousness, his generosity and his love in action in this world because I know the horses can't do it, the cows can't do it, the cats and the dogs can't do it, the trees can't do it, the rocks can't do it. But he created them, and every bit of it plays a part in this amazing place we live. But we have to choose to be his hands and feet. That was our created value. That means he wants to have an intimate relationship with us, that we can feel what he feels, see what he sees, and walk in what he's provided. And no one can steal that from you. No government can steal that from you. No circumstance, no disease, no emotion. Nothing can steal that from you. That you have a powerful position in Him. And He wants to call you His child, but you have to choose Him as your Lord. We have lots of different words, and lots of different cliches, but I hope during this talk that you would realize that God wants you just to open up your heart and whatever words you want to use to ask him to be more of your life and more of your substance the Holy Spirit will meet you right where you're at and you have the ability to call on the name of the Lord and what happens is it opens your eyes up to light and goodness and generosity and things that come from God if you're wondering what that's at you need to read James chapter 1 if you wish you had more wisdom to decipher things look at James chapter 1 He says, anybody who asks, he'll give to you freely. And you don't have to be thrown around like a ship in the sea in the middle of a storm. tossed to and throw back and forth because of the way life's treating you or because of the way you see yourself or maybe the way your parents raised you or the things you did have or didn't have. Oh, I could just go on and on when the truth is he wants to be the anchor to your soul. He wants you to have a relationship with him that you can be rooted and grounded in him and jesus christ open up the door everything else is a thief and a robber and a lie and it will cause you to chase a trail that has a dead end and i guarantee you that the devil is the author of all those things because god made it simple for his children and the devil has distractions it's very, very important to know that if there's light, there's darkness, and the devil wants to steal your choices away. And he wants to do it through selfishness. Selfishness means me. I'm the most important thing. It doesn't matter. My spouse isn't making me happy, so I'm going to live for me. I'm going to get a different spouse. Or my children aren't doing it. Kick them out. Who cares? Kick him out. Sounds silly, doesn't it? That's because it takes a commitment and a surrender. But that is what makes life rich. All the money in the world cannot buy you more life. All the money in the world cannot get you more comfortable in this life. But what's amazing about the kingdom of God, and I, I don't, can't think of another word. To me, amazing is amazing. And you can laugh at me all you want. But that is the word that I choose. That there's no end to the goodness of God. He sees me good even when I don't see myself good. He sees my marriage good even when I can't see it good. He sees my children good when I'm worried about their choices. And he whispers in my ear, he says, don't worry. I love them more than you do. And our best position to have is to say, okay, Lord, I hand them to you. And whatever the devil means for harm, I just bind the devil in Jesus' name. I rebuke the lies of this world. And I speak light to the darkness that's trying to intrude in my family. So devil, I break your contract in Jesus' name, and I speak the goodness, the grace, and the mercy that the blood of Jesus purchased, that we have access to when we use the name of Jesus. I speak that over my family. I speak that over my life, and I speak that to the depths of my heart, and I bind the devil off my family and my friends and the things that the devil's trying to use. Lord, you see all humans good, but then when they choose to be selfish, they're choosing bad. Please, Lord, help your grace and your mercy and your living water flood away the bad things that are holding back your goodness in Jesus' name.
0: Well, we thank you for joining us today. Because of Operation Blessing and Kingdom Coalition, partnering with On White Horses, we have the ability to give free food we partner with volunteers and local churches coming together to give food and drink away with no strings attached. Our purpose is to show how valuable you are to God. If you are out or short of food or even struggling to make ends meet, come let us help you or your family at White Horse Arena. You can find more information at onwhitehorses.org or on Facebook at On White Horses. Once again, you can find us at onwhitehorses.org or simply send your contribution to P.O. Box 5, Boley, Oklahoma, 74829. Thank you so much for spending time with us today. And remember, you are valuable to God, and God wants to walk with you. He loves you, and He's waiting for you to love Him back. And the Holy Spirit will meet you right where you're at in life and help you through all things. We will talk to you soon.